Hey guys, welcome back to this week's podcast. Today, we're doing a serious deep dive into the influencer industry. Are the videos you see on your feeds the truth? What's happening behind the camera and behind the scenes? All that and more on this week's episode of Young and Curious. Filling in for Danim is a special guest joining us today. So our co-host is out of town. So everyone, please welcome Tyler. He's a social media star with 2 million followers, and he'll be joining us in discussing the roots of the social media industry. Tyler, how are you doing? What are you, what's, what's going on? What's, what are your thoughts right now being in the studio for the first time? I'm so excited. I'm very much happy to talk about everything going on in the industry instead of what everybody, or really what our followers see right. on like a 15 to 30 second video. Um, yeah. I'm doing well right now, keeping myself busy. I know that you are too. Right, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, we've just been busy with the relaunch. Like, the whole Young and Curious team, me and Anim. I mean, we've been literally trying to film a whole season for a podcast from literally the beginning of winter break, December 30th, to the end of, like, the new year. So, like, around January 3rd, January 4th, we've been, like, completely recording 10 episodes, editing, publishing, filming them. These high production videos are really hard for us to produce and to get them published in time for the relaunch is just very, very stressful, but it's something we care about a lot. So we're on track, you know, we're doing it. So, I mean, you know, we're doing really good right now, but yes, very stressful. But Danim really, really wanted you to be here for her. But yeah, so we've just been keeping ourselves busy. But this week's topic, we're going to be discussing the social media industry and influencers. We're going to be talking all about them, okay? Are they dying out? We'll be diving deep into whether we even consider TikTokers celebrities and even sharing stories about people stealing our content, okay? We're really getting into it and we're kind of just going to have like a fun conversation about it, you know, like nothing too serious, nothing too deep. But also at the same time, very deep, very serious. You know what I mean? Like it's going to kind of be like touching the surface, but some topics we're really going to dive deep because some people really are interested in finding out about this. So first question we have to ask, obviously, is how did you start on social media? Just like give us a gist, you know? I don't know. When I was younger, I feel like I've always wanted to be on social media, specifically an influencer or content creator. I would always say that I've always been on social media as a user, but as a content creator, i started what like oh how long ago it was last year yeah April? i feel like i started social media before i kind of started like for a similar reason i started during the pandemic like right when covid shut down and i was like making videos and stuff and that's actually when i started this podcast too like i started this podcast the same time i started social media well, not the same time, like a few months after. And then we kind of like put everything on pause. But I, I started during like COVID because I was at home. I've always wanted to make videos, just never had the time to. And now there was really no excuse but to make videos. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, I feel like the gist for everybody who started during COVID. But it was like so weird to see the difference between people who started during COVID because they had every reason to start and then just see everyone fall off or just like kind of filter out when we were going back to normal because they just either didn't want it enough or they just couldn't make time for it. And that was really interesting for me to see. But we're going to get into the juicy part of today's episode. Has anyone ever stolen your content? Oh, I mean, wow. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm pretty sure that you have more of like a dramatic story than mine. Has anyone stolen my content? Um, I wouldn't say nope. Somebody has stolen my content. Maybe stole. I think it kind of <laughs> depends. Like when I say stealing an idea, I mean, I 
I don't think you could steal somebody's idea, but you could steal somebody's video. As in, yeah. like, if you have a video idea or if you, no, if you just have a video on on social media that you have not seen anyone do and you see somebody else do it and it just, like, seems very familiar. It's, it's just, just like, weird really to me. Weird. Like, yeah, right. when you see something and you're like, that looks familiar. It's like, was it really that just out of your way to just put inspired by and then tag the normal creator? For exactly. me personally, I had an instance when I was in a group account with some of my friends. I was like making my videos, like my ranting videos in the car, where I would just like go off in the car. And somebody had literally, not joking, copied my video identically. They were wearing the same outfit as me in the car, like screaming. <laughs> the only difference was it was in Turkish. Like that was the only difference. <laughs> and they copied multiple videos of mine. And my friend had like duetted it and was like, what the fuck? And they, he had blocked all of us from the group account. And I was just like really annoyed at that because yes like he posted that video and the weird thing was his video performed better than mine so i was like so what's really going on around here is like the turkish (laughs) audience just like not (laughs) right (laughs) i just i kind of got upset with that that was my first like experience with being like that's so annoying like i worked so hard on this video you know i poured so much energy because you know when i used to do my rants people think i just pop my phone and start ranting those take video after video like there's times where i would literally pop my phone almost 20 different times to get the right draft to get the right emotion because what some people fail to realize as social media influencers we aren't always feeling the way that the video is portraying but we're trying to portray a feeling so that you can relate to it so that you can kind of get like a boost of serotonin so that you can kind of you know so like yes i filmed this video about being sad was i sad in the moment no have i ever been sad before yes obviously like that's where the inspiration of this video came and like you know so that was also what's pissing me off yeah you you, like was it, am I being happy in this video? Yes, but was I happy filming it? No, no. right, right. There's a lot of times where I put, prop up my phone and that fake smile just come in. Hi right. guys, <laughs> today we're doing this promo for. <laughs> Let's not say the name. Let's not say the name. <laughs> um, I feel like as this conversation is starting to build ourselves, we have to ask. You know, we're making content. We're you know, interacting with other creators. Has there ever been a point where we got in beef with other creators, do you think? Beef with other creators? (laughs) 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 Giggles. No, no, let me not let me not. Giggles in Nigeria. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, if you guys didn't know, I am 42% Nigerian. But uh, would I say that have beef with a creator? No. Like, there's some people who really likes that type of stuff that really likes to, I want to say like, but really antagonize other people to get drama, to get beef for the numbers. Or they just... Because it's the only way they can stay relevant is by getting drama, getting beef. Yeah. Some people's personalities are just way different. Some people enjoy that drama. Some people crave drama. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't like it. I get very anxious around that type of stuff, especially with it being over the internet. It's like, it's really not worth it. So if you- People cross the line so far and we know so many people who will really just go above and beyond time and time again. We know some people like I've gotten in beef i feel like you've gotten like not in a beef beef but definitely gotten in like just like turmoil with other creator where they had posted right. you and stuff like that i mean i've gotten a situation where it was like a whole thing this creator who's a big creator like you know you guys definitely probably heard of him or know him had like gone on live was bashing my friend and then ended up in my dms yelling at me like it was this whole like situation i don't know it started this beef between us but i never posted about it never tweeted about it nothing like this was very much private and I only had one conversation with this person directly and ended it, tried to end it multiple times. This person was just talking behind the back, making things bigger than they are. So at that point, I really cannot do anything to stop right. it, you know? So right. that's another thing with creators is 
or influencers is they just love to just talk drama behind people's back and just spread rumors right. and stuff like that. And that's it just feels like a high school game. It really just feels that's like high exactly, school. That's exactly what it is. It's a very big high school girl and the high school name yeah. is TikTok TikTok High. <laughs> like at this point. TikTok like high. it's it's so annoying. I hate it's so high schooly. Like I'm living in a movie. Right. You're gonna be an actor. Moxie. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's Moxie. But no, like I hate it so much. Even at school, I don't like to have drama. Like I really Never. don't want that. So for it to happen like online. It's just like... And it's honey, never that serious. It's never that serious. Really? It, is it really that serious? The way that some of these creators or some of these influencers will literally, like, derive their own power and their own status from the numbers they get just fuels this whole high school thing more because right. it's like, you're getting numbers, you can talk shit because it's whatever. Or you got clout, you can afford to be dramatic. That's right. Those things always circulate in this little, like, TikTok high school game that they constantly want to play that i've chosen to opt out of multiple times very much very much i feel like a lot of influencers think that i feel like once you become a more popular creator or you have high numbers and you have beef with somebody who maybe doesn't have high numbers or probably have higher numbers than you but more relevant more known in a way if you know what i'm talking about yeah. like i feel like if that person has beef with you knowing that like you're relevant you're very popular a lot of people know you. They crave that. They, they drive off of that, knowing like I got beef with like this TikTok. Right, it's kind of like cancel culture. Like people will cancel people who are like in their peak because they get attention from it, right. which we can go into. But like I think before we, even that, I had this per like experience recently where one of my friends had told me that they were on a call and this guy was saying like all these different things like oh my god look Mo's finally getting his numbers up or look Mo's finally getting out of this ditch again which made me feel a certain way because I was like you never had your numbers right if we're really going to get into it and I'm not a numbers person ever right. but here I am you know because you want to play this game may the best woman win like it's just <sighs> so annoying because I've never critiqued anyone's numbers. I mean, I'll be on call. I'll be like, period, they got a viral video. Let's go. Come on, support, right. support. Um, that's as far as it goes. I've never right. gone to someone's page, looked video by video, looked at their engagement, analyzed their account, looked at their creator tools, went inside creator market. <laughs> it never gave that. It never gave that. To go on someone that you're not even following's page, like let's just say, and look at their like that's just weird and that's something that this person right. has done and then also to say to a mutual friend of ours weird like as if that information would not pass back around me so Hello. very much we'll stay away from people like that and again it is a numbers industry i get it but it doesn't have to be your whole personality and that's a difference right. like you going around making fun of people's numbers or just saying like oh if you're not getting numbers you're not popping or like numbers dictate the worth of your content not true there's bitches with 60 40 70 80 million followers never heard of them never heard of them literally never literally Never. you're you're so right let's talk about it because there's bitches with 80 million followers charlie not even trying to come for her like she's doing <clears> her <throat> thing whatever charlie d'amelio 100 million followers she dances she dances <gasps> now who puts in more effort who puts in more quality into their content me or charlie d'amelio i'm not even trying to be an asshole just from the surface of it <laughs> you charlie <laughs> <laughs> there's this one guy on tiktok i don't even know what his name is i feel like he is big now but like when i first saw him he basically like will do wet videos and just like show how stupid they are and he, he never talks in his videos ever ever he, he never he's like yeah 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 yeah. and he has like 80 million followers i saw that like <laughs> people keep saying i look like him which i think is like really <gasps> motivated but we're both like nigerian <laughs> or whatever but like goodbye um, um Bye but life. no I, I know what you mean like he just like stitches the video or he kind of like 
if they're doing something stupid, like he'll just reenact it, but like make it into a more like reasonable way. I know, I know who exactly who you're right. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and do that. Like I'm gonna start doing that. Forget yeah, that's what I'm about lose. to say. Is like, is that what I have to do? Because we're out here busting our ass. Like I don't think I understand the amount of time that goes into content creation. That shit yeah. is hard. It's time consuming, right. and just deeper than that, it's emotionally draining. It's exhausting right. mentally. Like you're talking about having to be creative. 24 7 you right. never ever get to just post a bullshit video and expect it to do well maybe on tiktok you know you post a video like once in a blue moon that's dumb as fuck and it might like do relevantly well mm-hmm. but like when you get into content creation and you build a brand on tiktok you best believe that the only things that's going to perform well are things that are relevant to your brand right i'm so sorry and there's people who will get so big on tiktok and the app will just do them dirty look at sienna may Ooh. Ooh. She's not feeding them squirrels no more. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Sachin. Like, <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. It's, it's given just... very much like minimum effort. Like there's creators who will literally just like, they'll find like one video will do well of them doing like the dumbest thing and they will drag that bitch <laughs> through the mud. Don't get me wrong. I've dragged videos. Like I've had right. days where I've dragged videos, but it stops quick. Drags for what? A week? And then right. done, bitch. Even my phases that I've gone through on TikTok, like ranting in the car that I actually genuinely enjoy doing. Like that was something that I liked doing in the beginning. I like doing it. Like I'll get my car, girl, I just have to scream about school. I do that every day already. Got in my car, <laughs> did it. And then after like a month, I was like, I'm not really feeling this because now when it's being asked of me right. and I feel like I'm having to produce it, it feels almost fake. And that's something I never want to give off. Right. So oh that's, my God. Like, you know, yeah. And then the numbers, that's when the numbers start getting into your head. You're like, yeah. oh my god, this video performed well. Like my videos need to perform well because A, B, C, and D, brands, mm-hmm. money, management, this, that, and the third. It's like, you know, because at the end of the day, yes, you did say it's a numbers game. So with yeah. that having, with that being in the back of our minds, we have to keep our numbers up. Like I feel like, and I, I hate to be that influ- that person. They'd be like, my number, like my numbers have to stay up. Like I don't care. Like right. my numbers low. Like you know what I mean. But at the same time, it's like. This is an industry where if it's your number is it's like right, your job. Right. Exactly. Like if your numbers are low, then it's like you're probably not gonna be offered brand deals and probably exactly. not gonna get paid. And then so. now you have other TikTokers on the site like making slick comments about you saying, Oh, now like his his views are a little bit low. That's why I feel like when you start doing content creation, you have to start you have to make the videos that you want to make. Stop yeah. making videos because you know that it's gonna get numbers. Very Ooh, much. Oh, that's so good. Right? Because yes. if you people, you guys could go through my account and you could very much see how much I've grown, how much I changed with my content. <laughs> Don't say it out loud, out loud mode before I'm clicking this hangout button and I'm reading. <laughs> okay, but you could go. Yo, wait, wait. <laughs> there was this. There was this period of time. There was this period in time. No, stop. Wait, wait, wait. Where Tyler was making fan page videos where he would like rally fan pages on TikTok. He called himself the king of the fan page. Stop. Oh my. If y'all scroll deep enough, y'all, it was the hat with the band and it was given forehead. I said, oh. Where's the hat at? I said the eye of the tiger. That shit took me out. But no, I feel like I totally understand you. I even read this article that I feel like kind of relates to this. Like, yes, we're in the numbers industry and it's so damaging. And I read this article about with this neurosurgeon who did this study. And she literally was like, 
kids under the age of 17 who are social media influencers or even under the age of 21 literally will have permanent brain damage by the time they are adults because of the way that being a social media and being an influencer will literally change the form of your brain. I'm telling you, from the time I started social media, from the time I am now, I'm a different person. Not in a bad way, but in terms of just, like, expectations. Like, we're 16, 17 making videos on the internet, and there's big companies expecting us to perform millions of views and stuff like that. That's fucking damaging to your brain when you're 16 years old and these big companies are telling about um you want to get paid this you will you have to give me that and ripping you off and scamming you how many times have you been scammed by companies talking about some oh we'll pay you after Uh, uh, you're not gonna pay you're not gonna pay are you how much much that one brand said we'll pay you six dollars a video (laughs) okay six dollars and i'm at a million followers they said that they would pay me six dollars a video and you know what was fucking freaking me out they said well we have this a meter that kind of just like you know really just analyze analyzes your account mind you guys this was during like a pretty big peak in my my account like this is like as i was hitting like a million followers so my account was doing pretty well and he was trying to tell me that each video was worth six dollars i actually started crying laughing i said oh i sent back an email i said Mm-mm. I'm not even going to repeat the email. I don't want to get this podcast taken down. But yeah, it was that bad. I said, don't ever reach out to me again. <laughs> they never reached out to me again. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I remember when I was like, what? At like 200K. And like, I wanted like a deal from that brand. Because I just feel like if you don't get a brio, a Dan, a, hello? Oh, I can't speak. A Dan. He's Nigerian. He forgot how to speak English. <laughs> sorry, I'm like, oh boy, sorry, 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 scoop it out. But no, like, I feel like if I didn't get a brand deal from that brand, that I'm like not a TikToker, because I feel like everybody was getting those brands, literally everybody in a mother, everybody, everybody, tagging them in the comment. I be seeing that little thing in the background. It was so slick. They said, today I'm going to be telling you guys a story time. I said, I'm tired with that big ass. I'm not even. Let's move on a little bit more, because I feel like we talked about the experience of being an influencer, but let's talk about like the intention. Was your intention to be an influencer when you first started social media, or was social media your way of kind of branching out and trying to get seen? Right. So I think you also can agree with me on this. I feel like when I was younger, around like 13, I wanted to be an influencer. Like I wanted to be a content creator. The ni- Sorry. Oh, the Nigerian is coming out. The Nigerian is, is being possessed. I know that room stinks now. I, I, got, a candle, I got a candle right here. I feel like She's fighting for her younger. life. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's gonna go out. She's like she's whimpering out, right? She's gonna be helping out. The flames are like jumping. (laughs) Me putting up like a facade, but a character or playing a different person or playing a character kind of lines up with like being in projects like film acting and stuff like that. It kind of puts two to two together. That's like, oh wait, that's something I would actually want to do. Because it's yeah. the same thing. You know what I mean? In a right. way. If you're filming a 30-second TikTok, you're directing it, you're making the script, you're the actor, you're editing exactly. it. Wow, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you're an actor, you're acting in it and I'm pretty sure you don't do nothing else unless you're a, right. you're, like, you're a producer or something like that. So I just feel like that makes sense and this seems like something I would want to do and I just feel like... That was, that was from head. a young age that you wanted to do that. For me, it was like more of like, yes, I think we both wanted to go into like a network television like regardless yeah. of what we want. But for me, it was like a different, you know, career path. I wanted to go comedy. I wanted to do like Broadway. I wanted to do like TV show like Patriot Act by Hassan Minhaj. Like reality TV, but also having my own TV show like Trevor Noah, The Daily Show. Like those like 
comedical daily shows, night shows, late night hosts, kind of comedy stand up energy, like with a monologue. Like that's what I love to do because when you're a TV show host and you have your own show, you have to perform a monologue, which is basically like a stand up comedy, but it's like shorter. Right. And then right. you get to like host this whole thing where you get to make this video basically and you get to produce it. And you're also like an actor. You get to meet all these celebrities and you, like it's really all in one. And that's something that I've been loved to do since I was a young age. And that's kind of like why I came on social media. That's why I do story times and like I rant and stuff because I'm more real. I don't really do. I mean, now I've been trying to like do POVs and stuff just because they're funny and I'll do like funny videos like that. But, like, my content has always been more real than, like, some of the people who, like, act, which is, there's nothing wrong right. with it. But, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, even, like, our content, you know, contrasted and compared, I feel like my content is more just sitting down and talking. Yours is more, like, like produced, published, right. edited, scripted. Like, that's what it's giving. Mm -hmm. And I feel like mine can be that at times, but majority right. is giving rant. It's giving, let me talk to you. It's giving, oh, shit, you would not believe what this white person this motherfucker said. <laughs> it's about to give you, you know, like, it's giving that. I need to talk about, like, we're influencers. We can't get around the topic of cancel culture. Like, do we need to keep cancel culture? Is it a good thing? Has it done good things? What, like, what's what's the line? Like, where do we draw the line with this thing? With okay, so my opinion on cancel culture is I'm kind of like here for, but at the same time, I'm kind of not. I'm here for holding somebody accountable. You know what I mean? Yeah. The public shame that like you can give somebody if they do something wrong. See, my thing is like I'm all up for holding somebody accountable, telling them like what you did was wrong. Here's how you could fix it. Here's some resources. Here's that, this, that, and the third. But then going down to like putting them in harm's way with like, I don't know, leaking like doxing. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm let's not get, let's, that. let's, let's do example. Emily. If y'all don't know oh, who Emily is, she's a famous TikToker. She was an ally of the black community during the Black Lives Matter movement. She was really active. And so she gained a lot of trust in the black community. One day, someone leaks a video of her saying the N word multiple times, hard R on Twitter, goes viral. She goes on her account, goes on this rampage about her boyfriend, whatever, tried to deflect the situation, then apologizes very badly. And like, it was a really bad downfall. And then she just disappears for like a year. From a cancel culture point of view, this girl was, what, 18, 19? I don't know how old she was. And she had said this stuff really recently. So she was pretty grown. She had also gained the trust of the black community during the Black Lives Matter movement. What course of action does the cancel culture take? I think personally, the way that that whole thing happened was generally crazy. It was like you having like celebrities come in and stuff like yeah, that. Cardi B. Cardi yeah, B. Like, that whole thing was genuinely like crazy to me. And I just feel like the way that I would have handled it was I would have sent her a dm not a hateful dm but my opinion how i felt what she did was wrong and how she how possible way that she could fix it and how she's able to apologize in the correct manner I, I, everybody doesn't think like me everybody's not a monolith especially not my community so everybody's gonna react differently to that you know what i mean i think both sides were weren't the best i think her like coming on to twitter and stuff like that deflecting the apology and then but what's the weird to me thing. is she's someone who gained the trust of the black community that's what makes this different yeah you know she's someone who did who did really advertise herself as an <clears throat> advocate of the black community and then when this all went into the court of public opinion and cancel culture really kind of like took a twist of it it was a lot of non-black people trying to have an opinion on this. You had yeah. white people in the comments saying, you know what? It's okay that you said the N-word. I forgive you. Well, it's not your apology to give, Caitlin. <laughs> it's not your apology to give. 
you know what I mean? Like, it's just really frustrating because it's like, obviously, I don't have an opinion on this at all. Obviously, it was completely wrong. I don't agree with what she did. I was never really a fan of her, so never really knew of her until the actual situation, to be honest. Seeing white people trying to justify it because they didn't want to lose their favorite creator and they would rather have them like come back than get canceled and be held accountable mm-hmm. was just showing me how there's people that you really can't cancel. Like, bitch, you trying to tell me right now you think you can cancel Ariana Grande? <laughs> no. You think you can cancel Beyonce? Absolutely not. Look at Adele. She she wore braids. Twists. She mm. was in fucking... Where did she go? Trinidad? No, she went to Jamaica. Or Nigeria. Jamaica. She did not go to Nigeria. She went to Jamaica. Sorry, I'm just Nigerian. I'm sorry. I you're not. She went to Jamaica. Shoes. She very much went to Jamaica. And she, like, wore twists, posted this picture, and the internet, like, went crazy. And she even said in an interview that that picture she took was the only picture she actually posted from her Instagram because her team has the password to her Instagram. And that was the only picture that they gave her during COVID. They gave her the password. She locked in. She posted that picture. And then after that, they took it away from her. They said, girl, you're not allowed to post no more. <laughs> Please. But, like, everyone was going crazy. Like, that's cultural appropriation. You can't wear that. You know, that's a protective hair style for black women and here she is doing it did anything happen to her no babe she's the biggest streaming artist in the world she became it's a adele male. she became she a on twitter she did That's but i didn't cancel her right you didn't cancel her right and the picture's still up all right you guys we're gonna be taking a break and we'll be back to tell some story times and answer a few more questions So let's get into the last question and then we're going to jump into story times, wrap up this episode, and wish the stinky ass co host a farewell. Oh, did oh, I say that out loud? Bye. Did I say that out loud? My bad. Okay. <laughs> the last question we were just talking about being canceled is Are you afraid of being canceled? And if you were to be canceled, what do you think it would be? Wow, darling. I think I, um, I already made like a video about this and like I have like tweets and stuff still up about it. But um, am I afraid of being canceled? No, I'm not afraid of being canceled. I'm not afraid of being held accountable. That's that's what it is. I'm not afraid Ooh. of being held accountable. I'm yeah. just like if me being held accountable comes with like me getting dogs or something like that. My safety is like at complete jeopardy with like people coming to my house or something. That's what I'm afraid of. If I was like the guy that said that Nicki Minaj's baby's fat, don't I'm a barb, okay? I was very upset by that. But y'all put his house up for sale on Zillow. Like he was homeless. Like y'all dogs him. Put his house up. Your face is taking me the fuck out. Oh my god. The bar exactly who you're talking about too. Put his house up for sale on Zillow. Like y'all are going to hell. But oh yeah, my God. I would ever be canceled. First of all, I think I would be probably canceled for speaking my mind, not for saying something controversial. For speaking my mind, because I'm the type of person who, if I have something to say, especially being a Palestinian activist, if I have something to say, I'm gonna say it. Especially when it comes to movements. Like a few years ago, it wasn't cool or even okay remotely. It still isn't. But back then, it was extremely sought against to say free. Palestine. Like you said, Free Palestine, it was literally the end of your career as an A-list celebrity. That's why you saw no one speaking out about it. And when they did, they broke the news every time. But for me, I didn't have a choice. I had to say Free Palestine. I'm Palestinian. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's why when it comes to being like 
held accountable or canceled, I feel like I would probably get canceled for saying something that I really care about, like a big movement or something that at the time might not be culturally accepted. You know what I mean? But in the future, I don't give a fuck. In the long run, this is something I care about. Like, even for Black Lives Matter, you know how long it took people to even be able to say Black Lives Matter, hold the police accountable, you know, end gun violence, end police brutality, end the qualified immunity, which gives police officers literally, like, the free will to just do whatever they want in the justice system and barely Mm -hmm. be able to be held accountable. Like, those things you really could not say in the 90s as a big list celebrity. Like, you really couldn't because it would be the end of your career. So, like, you see the progression of these things, and I feel like that's what I would be canceled for. Also, if I was canceled, bitch, my apology video, that shit would eat. Bye. <laughs> the effects. Bye. I would do the effects, bitch. It would be the end. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to my canceled video. Today, we're going <laughs> to... Bye. Oh, my God. Oh. Young and oh. canceled. Not young. Goodbye. Shane Dawson. Like, if we want to talk about cancel culture, that is the first person I think about. Shane Dawson. Like, he got canceled. Like, can- did y'all know he's back on YouTube? Like, he's back. Like, he's making videos and everything. He's back. Yeah. The cat and everything, bitch. He's back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's back. The cat in the back. Help! 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 Can I cuss? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You were going to hell straight <laughs> to it. Jahannam, specifically. No, he knows too much, y'all. He knows way too much. <laughs> he was going from averaging 20 to 30 million views to now, you know, he's getting cute 3.5, which is still really good, but he's not monetized, and that's a fraction of what he used to get. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. I know, I know that cat's happy. Yeah, bitch, you get canceled. That's what you get, bitch. <laughs> that's what you- <laughs> All right, you guys, we're about to get into story times, and then we're going to get into my favorite segment. But first, story times. Let's share our first viral videos. I'll go first, because I've told this story on YouTube before. If you don't follow me on YouTube, don't my follow first me. viral... Ooh. Oh, we're anti-Palestinian? Are we anti-Palestinian? Say it. Say it, because I'm going to leave this in the podcast. Are you anti-Palestinian? Answer the question, please. I mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> leave the, the podcast. <laughs> but, but my first experience with a viral video was really long time ago. Damn, that shit was like a year and a half ago. I'm old. I'm an elder. But I posted this video. It was literally like me walking in the street and like all these animals started coming to me, y'all. Like first I saw a cat with no tail and then I saw a deer across the road and it was happening at the same time, like literally at the same time. And so I started recording it and I was like, not me in Zootopia. Okay, Snow White. Like I was just like made that video and the video blew up. Then my second video was obviously with Panera and like getting fired and like that being on the news and then like losing my job. Yeah, that was really embarrassing. But those are my first experiences with viral videos. Um, the FBI interrogating you. Why? Because I'm Muslim? No, I thought the FBI really <laughs> went into your job. It was the FBI. It was the corporate attorney for Panera. What's your first viral video? My first viral video? That I got, okay. Ew, I'm getting a flashback. Ew, I got what? a flashback. There was that time I posted this video. Okay, I would literally like take a video of myself in the mirror and I would put, like if you hate Trump, Comment if you want him to go to jail. <laughs> Share if you think if you think blank should be president. Y'all, and those videos would do so well. I did like seven <laughs> of them. <laughs> I did like seven of them, bitch. I took them shits down, bitch. That shit was so embarrassing. I don't oh know why God. I used to make those. I used to make those because I thought they were genuinely like cute. Like I would put the font and everything. I was like, yeah, I ate. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I'm throwing up. Tu blanco persona, mi amo. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Not you white. You white, my love. You white, my love. You white. Fuck. Sorry, I'm just sick of you bum bitches. Um, <laughs> COVID be like, American got me like. <laughs> it was kind of controversial because, like, um, some people didn't really understand where I was coming from with it, which is, like, understandable. And I understood where they was coming from. That's why it's currently down. 
but it was um i don't under i was like something about i don't understand how people could listen to trap music and be sad because when i think of trap music i think of like i don't know like upbeat like city girls type music because you know that was like, controversial really? there was like female trap artists and there was like male trap artists and the some of the lyrics could be really really sad Tone this shit pisses it. me off this shit is controversial i'm sorry like i was i i've said the most controversial shit on the internet which i've screamed free palestine and i've been accused by like massive organizations because of my social media following of being anti-semitic like those are the allegations i'm facing just because i'm palestinian and then you want to come up here and just be like i said trap music makes you sad like i'm tired <laughs> no but my first viral video is when i did made a video like that it was um i don't how do how do people get sad to trap music and he was like that song murder on my mind you know that song and like that's the, literally a fucking confession to murder, bitch. That is literally <laughs> being used in a trial right now as we speak. <laughs> it's like it was a it was a the lyrics were sad, but I just feel like it was upbeat to me, so I didn't really understand yeah, how people get that to it. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna get into the next subject, y'all. We're gonna talk. We both go to school. I'm a senior, he's a junior, and we're gonna talk about going to school, y'all, after the pandemic, after we had gained these massive followings on social media, walking into these school buildings, and the bitches were chattering. They wanted a picture. They wanted a feature. They wanted. They wanted something, girl. We'll talk about that right after this break. We're back. We're going to be talking about what these bitches used to do to us coming into these schools. How they were hungry for a drug. And the drug was clout. Who had that drug? Me, mama. It was in a Ziploc bag. Right into my book bag. What's really motherfucking good? Yeah. What an intro. <laughs> what was it like walking into school? The first day back, you have gained all these followers. And these bitches just started surrounding you. Oh, my God, Tyler. I love your videos. Oh, my God, Tyler. You on my For You page. Can I get a picture? And here. Oh, oh hold on. Don't get on me. Because there's a difference between a supporter and a fucking bitch at your school. Okay, the two right. a fucking bitch and a supporter is two very. I love my right. supporters. I, if a supporter stops me, you best believe I'm sitting there and I'm talking to them for as right. however long they want. They want a picture. We're gonna do a picture. They want a TikTok. We're doing a TikTok because I would not be here without them. There's a very big difference. Someone from my school that I knew since second grade coming up to me talking about some. Can you promote my foot lotion on your TikTok? And then looking at me in front of the cafeteria, <laughs> and the, when everyone's wa watching and hearing and says, "How much money do you make?" No, not a supporter. Okay. And them saying. Your videos aren't even that funny. How do they blow up like that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The nerves are coming, darling. The trauma. Oh my god. They're coming up to the forehead of my forehead. <laughs> like I literally could sit them. I could smell the like a smell the room. What the fuck was that? Like, like what oh the god, fuck? No, because I remember like during the summertime, I wanted to do online school because I didn't want to go through the things that I went through for a semester. My parents didn't put me in some in online school. Okay, we could get to that a little bit later. Um, I went to school the first day and I was like, I these people are gonna raid me. Like I just have a feeling everybody's gonna come up to me. Nobody came up to me on the first day. I thought wow. I'm I thought it was going to be the baddest thing. Hey, Nobody came up to me. The girl yeah, smelled I, her from down the hallway. They said, mm, we're going to approach that trash can, mama girl. We're going to approach her a little bit later down the school yeah. year. But yeah. also, I think it's because it was the first day of school. Like, everybody was still getting to know everyone. Right. But, they were still waiting for you to, like, discover deodorant. 
<laughs> sorry. Yo, I just had to have every opportunity I had. As the time went on, people were like, oh my god, is this you? Oh my god, are you that boy from TikTok? Oh my right. god, are you that guy that does and like crosses right. your eyes or whatever? Which shows you that they're not supporters. It literally just shows you because if they were supporters, they would have recognized you like right away or like had a very big inkling. But like, and also most of the time, supporters get very, very shy and they don't approach you. They'll just like record you from like the corner of the room. But like, with these people, they literally would like study your page, come up to you, like, oh my god, I saw that video you posted like two weeks ago, or like, with, like, uh, yeah. Oh, some of them were supporters, and some of them were just kind of like, I just want to talk to you because you have followers on TikTok. Because I right. feel like that's how people were recognizing me from, especially since I was doing the hand thing like a lot in my videos at the time. Like, I right, feel like right. that's kind of what I was mainly known for at the time. But um, as time went on, like you had people like recording you without you knowing, without content. Um, but I was at literally at the university for the first time. Someone was recording me eating a burger. You know how ugly I looked. Now that video's on the internet, babe. I have to get my lawyers involved. <laughs> <laughs> no lawyers are being involved. <laughs> no lawyers are being involved in this. This is not a legal nothing. issue. But no, you had like people recording you, taking pictures, coming up to you. How much money do you make? Um, <sighs> can I borrow a dollar? Can you shout me out? you follow me back and it was like the, no, no no it was a degrading that pissed me off i didn't care about all that stuff like yeah it pissed me off but the when i say fucking bitches at my school that i didn't like i'm talking about people who would literally degrade me like that would be like oh you do tiktok first of all you know i do tiktok don't say it with a question mark number two there was this one girl who she was presenting for her our class or whatever and her brother has social media and he has like 300k mind you have a million followers there's no animosity between us and even though he existed he probably doesn't know i exist there's literally no animosity there's room for everyone to grow on social media it's not a competition and she looks at me and she goes he doesn't have as many followers as everybody here but his content is way higher quality but first of all i had no problem with your brother none i have no problem with your brother i don't know why you would call me out i this was the second day i was back to school mind you i had not stepped foot into school in a year and a half this was the second day back and everyone was looking at me like, what? And it was the first day back. I walked in, literally the first day back. Mind you, people had been anticipating my return. Okay, bitch, I, I'm not even joking. Because I would literally had not been in school in a week, a year and a half. Walked into this class. The guy was all the way in the front. So I'm like, his back is facing me. I walk mm -hmm. in, I sit behind him, super quiet. Didn't say nothing to nobody, not even high. And I can hear him say, as the bell rings, so is Muhammad like not coming to school? Did he go to Hollywood or something? Is he too cool for school now? <laughs> like he like makes TikToks now. Turn around. Turn around. And and the teacher literally points at me. He goes, Muhammad's behind you. And he goes, oh, my bad, Muhammad. Hey, what's up, bro? Excuse me? Say it again. You way. won't. You won't. Right. Now it's a Back talk. Back talk. <laughs> First of all, I hate the word famous. I like to use the word popular or just like popular creator because I feel like famous is like kind of reserved for celebrities. Like, bitch, you're not famous. You're just making TikTok videos. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, like that whole experience where there'd literally be people coming up to you and like asking for shout outs for their businesses. And it was to the point that it wasn't even people at school, mama. That shit followed you home. It was it was the family members, mama. It was was a family member saying, hey, I got this business. I said, oh, you do? Great. Next. Oh, every creator has a niche or something close to it. If you own a wig business, why would you think that it would be a good idea to ask me to promote your wig businesses? Number one, I do not wear wigs. Number two, I make story times about being Muslim, Arab, Palestinian creator. Number three, I have never even installed a wig, seen someone install a wig, know the correct terminology of installing a wig. How would that fit on my page? You know, my followers would laugh. They would think it was a skit. Um, I'm about to call one of my teachers out. Yeah. Sal? Ooh. Patrick? Ooh. Yeah. You probably listen to this, Bucky. He's not. Uh, you love talking about my TikToks and A-Push, don't you? Ooh. You do. Every time I walk in there, hey, it's the, it's the famous TikTok. 
Please teach me about the Western expansion. <laughs> Please teach I'm me. I'm waiting. Babe, Open I'm the textbook. To, I'm trying to figure out why they Chris, Christopher Columbus come over here in 1602. Okay, stop bringing up my TikTok. Oh my God. Okay. Can we you know the question. About? You know what question they asked, though, before you get into that? The question the teachers always ask that pisses us off. How, How much, much money do you make? Enough. How much money do you make? Yeah, how much money do you make? Because if I'm still living with my parents, girl, get the gist. Hello? Like, hello? <laughs> like, babe? Like, hello? If I'm coming to school without a haircut, how much money do you think I make? With <laughs> <laughs> that backpack got holes in it? You don't, you don't see me asking you how much money do you make. Because you see no. it's disrespectful. I'm asking exactly. for that mutual respect. You're not providing that, therefore I'm going to slap you. Is that exactly. assault? Yes. Maybe. Did you deserve it? <laughs> Yes. And we're trying to expect right. more of you. Yeah. Exactly. Little do they know, I make videos in my room juggling a social, my personal life, social life, social media, and school. And it's a job. Exactly. So don't take it Don't take it as like a, you know, I feel like with celebrities, yes, it's their job to be celebrities, but like it's different. For us, it's like we're still trying to get our name out there. So like we go home every day and that takes up our, you know, own time. And like when people expect more of you, you know, like I told you, there's people that will literally record us in public. And girl, you know, sometimes you gotta, it's the booty. Or you gotta, you know, scratch the little nose. Or, right. you, you like, you take off your mask to readjust it. Bitch, there's that bitch with a camera. Ooh. Right. Ooh. He took off his mask. Not my mouth itching his ass. What you trying to say? <laughs> I feel like people expect so much from us that we can't give it to them. I can't sit here and be like, why can't we hang out? Like, you haven't been talking to me. Like, it seems like you're always on social media. Like, you got in Hollywood. What? I hate those microaggressions. They're little no, passive aggressive little aggressions that they have. Right. The Mr. Little Hollywood. The Mr. Right. Followers. Oh, you've the, changed. Uh, Mr. Famous. Local celebrity. I'm not local, babe. I'm global. Hello. But there's don't, don't, there's me... girlies in Saudi Arabia that know me. Dubai. I'll, pull up, I'll show you my analytics. <laughs> <laughs> so all jokes aside, like really all jokes aside, like I really am so annoyed by those like passive aggressiveness because they really are people who always try to put you down that do them. Like they try to degrade you because they know that you are doing your own thing. And that's why I kind of had to learn to be very defensive because people will try to put me down. Oh, you're a local celebrity. Like, oh, you're Mr. Little Hollywood. You're their little, 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 little followers. But they're right. not little. They're not so little when you see them in person, are they? Oh my God, can I talk about an experience where, okay, so recently I've gotten to this whole thing with this person and I saw that they said that I've changed due to my TikTok because we started talking like last year before I was really like active on TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah. Like at the time, like I was just posting here and there and that was last school year. Last school year, I was depressed and sad and was dreading right. going to school every day and crying every other day, hiding in the bathroom while eating because that's for another episode. And then like now that I'm more confident in myself and now I'm finally doing something that I love doing, people say that I've changed. I changed for the better. The better. And also you changed and because you changed, we became friends. I couldn't be yeah. have been friends with who you were a year ago. But I, because you changed, oh. you became and stepped more into yourself, exactly. you know, and exactly. getting to know yourself more. I feel like now we've gotten closer. It's not worth their happiness anymore, girl. Your comfort is not my issue, okay? My issue is self-growth, and I've achieved that. They say you've changed because of TikTok, but babe, every time we're talking or have a conversation, my TikTok gets brung up from you. Uh, no, no, and I have changed because of TikTok in a, in a, in a way where... I become more smart about my business, mm -hmm. about my brand. I become more responsible, more accountable. Like, here's the thing. I'm my own boss, babe. This is my own job. If I need to film a video, I need to film the video. If I don't right. do it, it's not going to get done. 
and I'm not going to get right. the results that I want. Therefore, I am in charge of everything. I have to hold myself accountable. I'm the only one I can blame. And having that for the past two years, teaching myself that, I mean, you see how much I do on a daily basis, how much work I can get done on very busy days. Like today was a busy day. A year ago, two years ago, I wasn't capable of doing all of that. I wasn't. But now I'm able to, you know, relaunch my podcast in like two weeks. All right, you guys, we're going to get into the last segment for today's podcast, which is what's your obsession? We'll be back right after this short break. We're going to do my favorite segment. What's your obsession? Where we talk about our current obsessions, whether it be favorite movies, shows, films, songs, trends, sounds, TikTok audios. What's your favorite celebrity or icon? I don't, I'm really obsessed with like actors. I'm film. so obsessed with the whole film industry right now. Yeah. Especially this bitch will literally search IMBDs and just be reading that shit. Like it's fucking <laughs> a buck. Like, like I'm just so interested into. I'm just so interested in it because I want to be a part of it, and when you want to be a part of something, you have to have Passion, ed- right. You have to be educated on things like that. So just like me, just keeping up with like my favorite actors, um, new projects my favorite actors are in, watching movies that I probably don't want to watch, but still would try it out. You know, to expand my palette um who are they by the way your favorite actors i'm curious like just like name like three or four um first person i think of Penn badgley he paid he played in you and gossip girl and right joe goldberg right From Joel Gold- yeah um Penn badgley andrew garfield um his recent films that your man been right in, um tick tick boom uh, I, there's another one where he um it's kind of like more like a religious movie um, I think he's, he's like a Christian man. I'm not 100% he's sure. He's like fully but... Muslim. Like fully Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Muslim man. Bye. I was going to say Bella Hadid. I'm just like obsessed with Bella Hadid. Like, I don't know what it is. Just Bella Hadid. I'm just obsessed with her. She's the moment. She's passing the icon. And honestly, she's like the, my favorite person in the world right now. Okay. Also, TikTok audios. I'm obsessed with. I keep it undercover. Living my life, <laughs> I do it right. No, 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 no. Oh, it's the Casey undercover TikTok audio. I've made like three videos to that sound. It's so fucking funny. Like, wow. also Alex Russo. Just obsessed with like Alex Russo, Selena Gomez from Wizard of the Place. I'm going back into that era. Obsessed with it. This episode was super fun. It was super casual. We covered a lot of topics. We talked about social media, the industry, what's it like just being draining, going to school, and being a social media influencer, starting, why we started, viral videos. All that. We covered it. I really hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, thank you so much for tuning in all the way till the end. And if you have any ideas for us or want us to cover topics in the future, DM us on Instagram at Young and Curious. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week. Our podcast comes out every other Monday. Be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks for tuning in to Young and Curious. Bye. Bye.